afternoon, evening, or whenever you're listening. My name is Charlie Houck, and I'm your host of the Scoop on the Score podcast. This is our very first episode of Scoop on the Score, and today we will be joined by a special guest to discuss sports world gossip, scores, and news. Before we get into that, I'd like to let you know that this episode was recorded live on Monday, August 29th, 2022. So just remember that news is already old by the time we tell it to you, and things may have changed by the time you hear this. Without further ado, let's get into the scoop. Scoop on the Score is an Anchor FM by Spotify production. Anchor, record from anywhere, get heard everywhere. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast brought to you by Spotify. Now you can create your podcast, host it online, distribute it to your favorite listening platforms, grow your audience, and monetize your episodes, all from your phone or tablet for free. Go to anchor.fm for more details. So, are you excited to be a guest for our very first episode? Sure, I mean, what else am I going to do tonight? (laughs) I guess, that's one way to answer that. The Reds are in a rain delay, so... (laughs) Our very special guest for today's episode is none other than my dad, Daryl Houck. He really is the person who introduced me to sports, and I was inspired by his anger when watching his favorite teams lose all the time. That's not fair. (laughs) It really set the tone for my passion for the sports industry. So why don't we begin by telling our audience who our favorite teams are and why. That sounds like a good place to start. All right, well, I mean, we're here in Cincinnati, so we are big Reds fans. Yes. So um, we all know how bad they have stunk recently, but um, (laughs) we still uh, relish uh, our memories of the Big Red Machine, even though I've been told the stories of the Big Red Machine. (laughs) So you definitely don't know the Big Red Machine. unfortunately. Uh, And then let's see. I always thought you're allowed to follow a team in each league. Which is less important now because of interleague play, but I'm also a big Seattle Mariners fan. And you were born there, so... Yes! We, uh, we're big Seattle Mariners fans, too, and they currently hold the longest drought for a playoff berth of any Major League Baseball team. Great. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a great track record. And what then, about uh, other sports? Yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, big Seahawks fans, because yes. the Bengals always sucked till recently. <laughs> And once again, we lived in the Seattle area and just fell in love with Russell Wilson and that team. And yes, uh, we'll always remember the Super Bowl win and the Super Bowl we gave away. Yes. Yeah. Go Twelves. And then, you know, we live in Cincinnati, so we don't really have a basketball team uh, that we follow. I myself am a Mavericks fan. I don't think you are. Not necessarily. I lived in Dallas for a couple years and that's when they were good. So (laughs) and now they have Luca, who's amazing. And I guess that's about it for pro sports. Yeah. And for college, it's just all all Kentucky here. Go Cats. All right. So needless to say, we're we're very used to disappointment, and the Seahawks should have ran the ball years ago. Um, But anyways, let's go ahead and dive into some recent happenings in the sports world. I'm sure our listeners are eager to hear our thoughts on just about everything. So we're going to bounce around from professional to college sports topics here between baseball and football. So let's start with baseball. Um, First, I'd like to know some of your most positive baseball memories from when you were younger. Uh, Gosh, I mean, I 
will always remember where I was when the Bengals lost their second Super Bowl. It wasn't really a positive memory, but I just remember it being such a big deal. It was like in the 80s. I would have been like seven or eight. And uh, it was just, it was fun. And of course, the 1990 World Series champion Reds, wire to wire. It's the only time I ever remember cheering for the Reds to uh, lose because we had tickets to game five. And so we needed the Reds to lose one game of course, so that we could go to a World Series game. And, of course, they did not. So that was a bittersweet game four win. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just remember going to games with my dad as a kid at uh, Riverfront Stadium. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Good memories. So now that we've been happy for, you know, a few seconds, let's move on to heavy topics. How have you felt about this year's Red season? <laughs> well, uh, you know, when the COO says, where are you going to go? Uh, it kind of makes you think about other places you could go. <laughs> so this season has definitely been rough. Uh, I think there are a few bright spots on the team with India and Stevenson, I think, are going to be our catcher and second baseman of the future for years to come. Um, I think Lodolo and Hunter Green have been amazing. Um, and Graham Ashcraft has been really, really good. Uh, and then there's just a crap ton of talent coming up in the major, in the minors, like Ellie De La Cruz and Matt McClain. Like, there's a lot of people coming up. So I, I think uh, this year's been rough, but I think hopefully, I, and I know I've said this before, but I think hopefully in a few years we'll turn it around. Hopefully. Fingers crossed for that one. Hopefully they can pull a, a Bengals. Never thought I would say that. Um, the So, for reference, for our audience, in case they're not uh, aware of how much the Reds have sucked this year, um, the Reds are currently at 50 wins and 76 losses. For reference, the best team in Major League Baseball is the Los Angeles Dodgers, and they are sitting at 88 wins and 38 losses. But... We do not have the worst record anymore. No, we're not the worst. We're <laughs> not even the worst in our... Even the Cubs and Pirates are <laughs> yes. worse than us. Yes, yeah, so since Cincinnati is our closest team, you can really sense the sad energy whenever the team is performing poorly, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, whenever I see someone wearing a Reds hat or shirt, I just feel so bad. <laughs> I think the radio station started talking about the bingo season in May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, let's move on to brighter things. Um, so I know we discussed like your memories from when the Reds were performing well, but do you have any like memories of how that impacted Cincinnati and the people specifically? Unfortunately, no, because I was so young when they were actually good. Uh, I mean, the 1990 Reds, um, I, I was too young to really remember how that impacted the city, but I think you can just draw parallels from the bingo season last year like I think if the Reds were to do something like that you know make a kind of uh uh what's the word like no one expected the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl I think we thought they would go to the playoffs but never Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl and the same thing with the Reds if they came out of nowhere and just just like had a winning team Mm -hmm. I think it would mean a lot to the city so um you saw that I mean I remember going out last year to get some Bengals merch uh, after they won the AFC championship and, and it was crazy like I'm like I'm like there's everybody in these stores looking for Bengals stuff I'm like <laughs> I have never seen this before and this it was never happened it was really cool so I think the same thing could be said of the Reds if they could just 
put a winning product on the field. Yeah. Well, hopefully that will brighten spirits if that happens in the next year or so. But how do you feel about Joey Votto's career possibly coming to an end here soon? We know he's out for the season, injured right now. but Yeah, I mean, uh, that's unfortunate that uh, he's out the rest of the year. I mean, he was not having a great year this year. Last year was kind of an anomaly. It's not been good for the last few years, but last year he kind of put together. So I had hopes that maybe maybe something he was going to have just a late career surge. But um, I, Joey is a first ballot Hall of Famer in my mind. Like, there should be no doubt about that. Um, mm-hmm. He'll go into the Hall. I hope that he stays in Cincinnati as, like, a broadcaster or something. I think it'd be great. I love uh, the TikToks and <laughs> the stuff that he's been doing lately. He's a media um, king. <laughs> he is. He's a genius. I think the biggest thing I would say about his career, though, is I'm disappointed that the Reds could never, like, put a winning team around him. Like, it's going to be sad that he is not going to have a reign. Um, yeah. And that we never, like, put a quality team around him. Uh, now, I think they tried in 2020. Like, I think that was just... <laughs> they spent money and got Castellanos. I like that signing. I did not like the Moose signing. Um, and they did some things to try to win in 2020, but I think we all remember what happened that year. <laughs> so I think that kind of hurt them. The, the one time they decided to swing for the fence and put a winning team around them, COVID happened. So yeah. we'll blame the pandemic on that one. <laughs> yeah, so um, now let's kind of shift gears and discuss some collegiate baseball. I know collegiate sports really aren't your thing unless we're talking about UK, but I'm wondering if you were – by chance, a, a great baseball player, how would you go about trying to enter the major leagues? Well, I mean, I I was a great baseball player. You didn't <laughs> really? know? No, I was not. Uh, <laughs> was so you left, that part, you left that part out my whole childhood. <laughs> you, mommy never told you? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I think uh, if I was in high school and I was being, you know, talked about as a possible draft pick, uh, I think, um, I think the best play is to just go after the money. Um, I know that uh, NIL is a thing now in college, and I think we might be talking about that uh, soon. But um, I don't think a baseball player is really going to make a lot in NIL money. They'll, they'll get some. I think that's more for the basketball and football guys. So as a baseball player, um, I think you just go for the money because you just never know. Mm-hmm. And the same can happen in football and basketball. Obviously, injuries happen, but... It seems like there's a lot of attrition, especially with pitchers. You know, they can have a great couple of years in high school and be a top pick, or they could go to college and blow out their arm and then, you know, maybe not get drafted at all. So I think, you know, you know, talking it through definitely with your parents and those people you trust and coaches and trying to get an idea of where you might go in the draft, I think I would go pro uh, sooner than later. Um, there's just too many variables out there to kind of ruin, uh, not ruin your future, but just take a different path that may not include baseball at all. And a lot of those players, uh, a lot of the contracts include the team paying for college. Mm -hmm. So if something were to happen, you could always fall back on that. But man, if it's your dream to go pro, it would be hard to pass it up, I think. Yes. Would you say they don't want to throw away their shot? (laughs) <laughs> we're big Hamilton fans, by the way, um, if that slips in anywhere else in this podcast. Um, I mean, just this morning, Major League Baseball sent out a survey, 
asking if minor league players would want to be part of the Major League Baseball Players Association. So what are your thoughts on this news and how that would impact people who are thinking of going pro from college or even from high school? How do you think that would impact their decision as well? Yeah, I mean, I saw that on Twitter this morning uh, and I was kind of blown away. I was really surprised. I think um, that's huge for the minor leaguers. Like that, Baseball has notoriously uh, treated their minor leaguers horribly um, with just low salaries and, um, you know, and people don't really grasp it. I think the general population goes, oh, they play a game, they get paid millions of dollars. Uh, they should just be happy. But that's not the majority. That's that's the minority that are getting those kind of deals. Um, and yeah, they are playing a game, but uh, they're making lots of money for other people and for owners and, mm-hmm. and supplying lots of jobs in all these cities. So I think it's huge. And I, I think it'll happen. I think it makes sense for the players to to join the union. Uh, I like that they're not forming their own union. Uh, they'll be a part of the biggest, well, one, maybe not. <laughs> Can you edit that out? <laughs> maybe. No, not the biggest union, but uh, <laughs> one of the best unions. I mean, baseball's union is known to be like pretty solid. So, um, I mean, just look at the salaries and the guaranteeing contracts. I mean, uh, it's just, it's crazy the amount of money that's out there. So I think it's really good for the minor leaguers to, to do that. So I think it's great. It's good news all the way around. I, I really have a hard time seeing like a negative for it. Um, it'll keep baseball from being able to contract teams, uh, like they did last year when they got rid of a 120 minor league teams. So, um, but I think that's why they did that first. Baseball's not stupid. They contracted the teams first and now they're saying, Hey, want to join our union? If they'd have done that in reverse, it would have been, it would have never happened. So, um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Awesome. And then, also, what are your thoughts on the new NIL rules? Um, so that's where athletes can profit from their name, image, and likeness. What do you think about that? I know you already said that it's um, good for college athletes to have these opportunities, but yeah, I mean, I I think it's good. Um, you know, I think some of that stuff was happening behind the scenes anyway. So making it more legit, making it more uh, above board instead of below board, um, you know, and I know that there's rules and stipulations like it can't be tied to their performance. So somebody can't say, well, if you get this many wins, you'll we'll give you this much money. Um, if it were ever to cross over into that, I think that would be really bad. But, uh, you know, these guys, again, once again, they are bringing in tons of money. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it makes sense for them to be able to get a portion of it now long term I don't know how good that is for each individual sport again I think it's basketball and football primarily are the the guys that are going to be um making the most money off of the NIL opportunities but um I think it's good for the players uh it's good for the colleges too I think it's just it's good all the way around um it gets you know their brand out there and their names out there and so I think it's good. They get their picture on a Wheaties box. <laughs> if they're good enough. <laughs> so um, now we'll shift gears again and talk about some football topics. Um, since baseball season has been disappointing for millions of Americans as they watch their favorite teams lose game after game, do you think we'll see morale rise among the general public as we welcome a new football season? Yeah, I mean, right now everyone's in first place, even the Browns. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I think uh, everyone you know gets excited about a new season. That that happens with every sport. We'll have you know football starting soon, and basketball and hockey are right around the corner. So everyone's excited. I think uh, you know we have high hopes here in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, had a great season last year. So I think yeah, morale will continue to climb until those first games get started. <laughs> and we start losing. Well, fingers crossed. I agree. I agree. Football is just better. Anyways. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so in a power ranking article written by Dan Hansis of the NFL, the Bengals are ranked fifth as we head into the regular season. Ahead of them are the 49ers, the Buccaneers, the Rams, of course, last year's champions, and the Bills. Do you have any thoughts on these rankings? Well, I think they're crap. <laughs> no, um, I, I might nitpick with that a little bit. I don't see the 49ers being that high with basically a rookie quarterback like Trey Lance is supposedly good I've not seen him do it yet uh Patriots you have an aging Tom Brady with an O-line that's already been hurt and depleted during the during the uh preseason and we don't know where Tom disappeared to recently for a while so (laughs) I heard he was getting a new face I don't know what was going on um who else Oh, Bills, the 49ers. 49ers, Patriots, Bills. There was one more. Um, oh, the Rams. Yes. Well, the Rams did win the Super Bowl, so, <laughs> I mean, you have to put them up there somewhere. They were second. I, they were second? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Bills. I do like the Bills, um, but they would have to make it through Cincinnati to get to the Super Bowl. Um, I I, uh, I don't know. I don't think five, but they're close. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it should be, should be. Rams Bengals one two, yeah, just like last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just nothing changes. You know, the preseason doesn't count. Um, so, funny story. I actually filled out um before the Super Bowl last year. I filled out a bandwagon Bengals fan form because I'm a Seahawks fan, and then all my friends were calling me out because I started sharing like Bengals posts on Instagram, and they're like, "What happened, Charlie? I thought like I thought you were a Seahawks fan and." You know, I'm just trying to be real out here, so I filled out this fake little form to be a, a transfer fan temporarily, but truthfully, I think I will stay a Bengals fan for now. Um, so it's, ju- it's just nice to see the close proximity team performing really well, performing than they ever have in, in franchise history. So do you, do you think we will see a similar outcome this season? Well, I mean, it's super tough to get to the Super Bowl twice in a row. Um, our Seahawks did do it. Uh, <laughs> They should have won, too, but yes. that's, that's, a, that's a whole nother thing. Um, I will say, you know, as a Seahawks fan, if the Bengals played the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, which people have asked me, like, oh, who would you root for? Um, we live in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think I would I would root for the Bengals just because I think it would mean so much to the city. Like, mm-hmm. the Bengals would finally get that monkey off their back. The Seahawks sucked for many, many, many years before <laughs> they went to the Super Bowl and won with Russell. So um, they, they've kind of already got that monkey off their back. I think it would be big for the Bengals to finally get a Super Bowl win. Whether they do it or not, I don't know. I mean, there's been so much talk about how lucky they were last year. And and I think every team that wins has some luck. I, I mean, even the Rams had some luck uh, last year. So, yeah, the Bengals had some luck. Yeah, they didn't deal with really hardly any injuries last year. Um, they stayed healthy. Um, so can those things happen again? Yeah, can they not? Sure. But also, I think uh, 
everything that we needed to fix during this offseason, we fixed. Like, we needed a new offensive line, Mm -hmm. and they basically spent all of their money and all their draft picks on beefing up that offensive line. So they're going to be able to keep Joe more upright and protected this year so he won't be running for his life. So I think it's a possibility. I think they're definitely a playoff team. I think they win the division. I like them better than the Steelers and the Browns for sure. Uh, The Ravens are going to be tough. Um, but Lamar has no one to throw to, so I don't know if he's just going to be running around every game. Uh, but the Ravens will, I think the Ravens will make the playoffs too. Um, so I, I think the Bengals win the playoffs and go deep, I mean, win the division and go deep into the playoffs, but Super Bowl is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Also, I hate the Ravens as well, my least favorite team. Um, so now we're going to segue one last time into talking about college football. I feel like we have to mention that as college football season is also upon us. And one of the joys of being part of UK's College of Journalism is having to put yourself in really uncomfortable situations. So recently I was tasked with going out on UK's campus and asking my peers how they thought the UK football team would perform for the upcoming season. And I really enjoyed this assignment, even though I was rejected multiple times with the I'm late to class excuse. So lame. Anyways, I thought, um, I asked each student that I interviewed what record they thought the UK football team would achieve after playing 12 games, and I had some students guess that they'd go 7-5, and five, and others guess that they'd go 10-12, and 12. so what are your thoughts on this? Well, um, I think we established that I'm not a big college sports guy. <laughs> um, the only college sports I really follow closely are basketball, and that's basically just UK. I keep up with how the cats are doing. Um... Uh, so I pulled up UK's schedule when you asked me, uh, well, when you mentioned UK's football team schedule and you said most kids were saying what? Uh, I had some say seven and five and some say 10 and and 12. Uh, well, that would be 10 and two because they play 12 games, Oh, sorry. Yes. 10 and and two. two. I I think that's, uh, that's going to be tough. Uh, but, but when I was looking at the schedule, I'm like, I think they got some easy ones here. Like, Miami of Ohio, easy win. Now, Florida, at Florida, that's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. Like, I know Will is supposed to be great, but going into Florida and beating them at home, that's going to be tough. So I'm going to say they're going to lose that one. So Mm -hmm. that's one loss. Youngstown State, Penguins, I didn't even know they had a team. The Penguins. And they're the Penguins. (laughs) I kind of want to root for them because I like Penguins, but UK (laughs) should kill them. Yeah. Uh, Northern Illinois Huskies, we have a Husky. Love Huskies. They're going to kill them. Uh, Ole Miss, I think they're going to win. Ole Miss. Uh, South Carolina at UK, I think they win that. Mississippi State at UK, I think they win that. Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee has sucked recently, so they're going to Tennessee, beating them. Missouri, I think that's their other loss, so I'm giving them two losses there. Vanderbilt, they beat. Georgia, uh, sorry, uh, Kentucky, but... um, the Bulldogs are going to spank you. Um, <laughs> Probably. And, and it won't even be a game. That's going to be their blowout. And then uh, Louisville at UK to round out the season. That's going to be an awesome game at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's at home. So I think they win that one. So I give them three losses. Me too. So nine and three, I think, is that's a pretty solid season in the SEC yeah. for a basketball school. I had... <laughs> And it is a basketball school. I So that was my next um, segue, actually. We've got one more segue. Um, so I did in, the segue for you. <laughs> thanks. Um, so in some UK sports news, I'll, I'll call it, um, we all know Coach Cal and our UK football coach, Mark Stoops, they got into a Twitter debate recently 
um, over whether UK is a football or a basketball school. So I already know your answer to this question. Um, (laughs) But what would you say to those people who are really trying to rebrand UK as a football school? Why? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) You can be both. Um, I mean, I think the better schools are both. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm trying to think of one that really is good at both right now. I think every school has periods of time where like Ohio State was good at both. There were times where Notre Dame was okay at both. But Mm -hmm. most schools are one or the other. It's hard to be both. Um, And I would say to the football fans that say UK is a football school, like win a championship. Right. (laughs) Win a championship. And then you can start to even talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I know the basketball team has had a couple of rough seasons recently, but there's such a storied history with UK um, basketball and just being the winningest college basketball program of all time so like the football team is just nowhere on that level the there's not that kind of history with UK's football team so um I think it is a basketball school I think it always will be a basketball school but it'd be great if they had a good football team too I mean here recently I was just talking with someone the other day about UC uh University of Cincinnati and for the longest time they were a basketball school like basketball was the bread and butter. You had um, Bob Huggins, who was the coach forever, never won a national championship, but always took them to the tournament, always did well in the tournament, would have won, probably had Kenyon Martin not broke his leg in the tournament, probably would have won that year. Um, and then McCronin, they had some good teams with McCronin too. But now when you think of UC, they're a football school. Mm-hmm. Like football is is now. So they've made that switch. So, I mean, I'm not saying UK's ever going to make that switch i don't think it would ever happen it's even I if guess, they won a championship i feel like we're just known across the country as a basketball school. yeah i mean when you think of uk or you think of kentucky you think of either fried chicken or basketball so right <laughs> yeah not football yeah it was just so funny to me because barstool uk made these t-shirts that said football school or basketball school on them that was it no design nothing just those words so student could students could pick which one they'd like to represent And our most recent Kentucky Colonel newspaper um, on campus today, I saw the cover of it had a meme that said Stoops versus Hoops um, rivalry. It's hilarious to me. So, well, that concludes our first episode of Scoop on the Score. Um, I love sitting down and discussing sports highs and lows. I feel like it's something that impacts a lot of people, even in ways they don't understand. Um, And I really like sitting down with people, especially people who don't hate my favorite teams. So, Thanks, Dad, for coming on the podcast. Um, it I really... probably helps when we have some of the same favorite teams. <laughs> all the, pretty much all the same favorite teams. You know, I do like the Broncos now, you know, even though Ugh. Russell Wilson decided to become a hippie and move to Colorado. So, um, but yeah, that concludes today's episode. Thank you to our uh, loyal audience, hopefully loyal, for listening. Um, and I appreciate it. Have a good evening or morning or whenever you're listening. <laughs>